Welcome to Conscious Talk, radio that makes a difference. Conscious Talk is brought to you in part by Essential Formulas, distributors of Dr. O'Hara's and Reg Active, now available online as well as in fine health stores. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Brenda Michaels and Rob Spears. And good morning, everyone, and happy <laughs> holidays to you. It's a season of joy. And we hope that you're carrying joy around with you as well. And we wish, of course, for you and yours to have a very merry. And we want to remind you of a couple of things. Um, one, uh, if you listened to last week's show, you remember, hey, you got to do something about your digestion at this time of year. We know you're going to sneak a few of those things you wouldn't or- ordinarily eat. So don't forget your Dr. O'Hara also want to remind you this season is about giving but we we've commercialized the christmas holidays and we need to come back to what's real maybe teach our kids that giving from the heart and giving to those that are less you know uh, than we are have less than we have you could give to those it's not all about getting gifts or presents at christmas maybe one of the advantages of the last couple of years where we've had to stay home and consume less and spend more time with our families is we got to stay home consume less and spend more time with our families so reframe your life um, to what's important yes and also keep your pets in it's been very very cold here in the northwest colder than usual so please protect your pets from the cold outside well a reminder one more time because it's almost the end of the year this is good till december 31st 20 percent off on power ph so if you go to powersofph.com and put fall in or put holidays now i'm sorry put holidays with an s on the end in the coupon area checkout you'll get 20 percent off and want to remind you of the flfe program that's focused life force energy program it'll change your life they give you a 15-day free trial of it no credit cards or anything and if you like it it's incredibly um, inexpensive and doable and it really will up your consciousness and frequency in your home and you and your pets and everyone so check out flfe fe.net forward slash conscious talk yes if you want to feel steady and have less anxiety hang in that higher consciousness and don't forget you get to try it out uh, on on your dashboard for free for 15 days yeah it's a wonderful opportunity okay folks we have a great show lined up stay tuned we'll be right back welcome to conscious talk radio that makes a difference. Well, coming up this hour on Conscious Talk. So the idea that everything in our universe forms a single unified whole is a different concept to grasp for most of us. Well, fortunately, today's guest has a firm grip on Zen Buddhism and understands the concept as well as many others foreign to the West for far too long. And we'll have a chat with Brad Warner, author of The Other Side of Nothing, The Zen Ethics of Time space and being and now i welcome your hosts for the day brenda michaels and rob spears and thank you benny and welcome folks to another hour of conscious talk it's radio that makes a difference and yes we're making a difference again here today because we bring to you the very best people that we know of people that are making a positive difference in their lives and the lives of others. People that are learning, growing, they're waking up, coming on the show, teaching all of us. And on this show, we learn and grow together, one listener at a time. That listener is you. Well, our special guest today is Brad Warner. He's the author of The Other Side of Nothing, uh, and as well as numerous other titles, including Letters to a Dead Friend About Zen, Don't be a jerk and hardcore zen. It it figures, you know, his website is hardcorezen.info. But he uh, has been a teacher. He's also a a punk bassist, a filmmaker, and a popular blogger. 
who also leads workshops and retreats around the world. But we have him with us to talk about his book. Brad, welcome to Conscious Talk. Thank you for having me. Okay, Brad. So tell us about The Other Side of Nothing. Um, Interesting title. And what inspired you to write it? Well, it's a book about two things. It's about Buddhist ethics, and it's about the idea of non-duality, this idea of everything being one, which is one of those big ideas from uh, Eastern spirituality in general and Buddhism in in particular. Mm-hmm. And I've been studying and practicing Buddhism for now most of my life. Uh, I started when I was about 18 years old, and I'm about 58 now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I've been practicing it for, for quite a while. And it struck me that if, if I tell people it's a book about Buddhist ethics, I, I think most people kind of think it's uh, it's going to be a book about rules and regulations that Buddhists follow, and and it's really not. It's there's a the basis for Buddhist ethics I find very interesting because the basis for Buddhist ethics is the idea that you you should be good and kind to everyone because everyone is essentially yourself, and I think mm-hmm. that's a really weird, mind blowing sort of idea. The reason to be nice to everyone is because uh, you're you want to be nice to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know that actually um, what we've talked about on the show for a long time uh, about mirroring mirroring relationships. How you know when you blame somebody else for something, it's only because it exists within you. And that sounds like a parallel to uh, a Buddhist belief. Well, also the Course in Miracles, Brad, if you're familiar with that, and you probably are to mm-hmm. some degree, um, is channeled information about, you know, that there is only one of us and that we yeah. fractured into millions of different, uh, you know, pieces, but there truly is only one of us. And uh, so it really heralds what the Buddhists teach, and, and we love Buddhist teaching, so I don't think for our audience it's a big stretch for them to understand that there truly is one of us. Yeah, the core is the core understanding of a lot of different uh, religions, including I, I, I am somewhat familiar with the Course in Miracles because I had a, um, a philosophy professor in in college a million years ago who was very much a fan of it, and I read uh, part of the Course in Miracles back then, like circa 1983 or something like that, so it was a long mm-hmm. time ago. But, um, you know, Christian mysticism, of which I would consider Course in Miracles to be a, an example of, has that, and Buddhism has it, uh, the, the Advaita Vedanta in Hinduism has it, uh, Islamic Sufism has it. So it, it's there, and, and I think the reason it, it exists in, in the substrata of so many different uh, religions is it, it kind of transcends all religions. It's not really mm-hmm. the possession of one religious system. Uh, it, it, I, it, I think it's a, it's a core foundational understanding among a lot of human cultures. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Buddhism happens to have a kind of very advanced, sort of philosophy around it I would say mm-hmm. but uh, but it really does exist in a lot of other a lot of other traditions right yeah. yeah well obviously not just in the title of your book but in Buddhism um, the concept of nothing is really yeah. important but also you know what is the other side I mean if there's nothing <laughs> what's the other side that's part of the mind-blowing stuff yeah what's yeah. the other yeah. side of yeah. nothing <laughs> Yeah, the other side of nothing is a quote uh, from from Kobenchino, who was my first Zen teacher's teacher. He's pa- he's passed away in I think 2002 or somewhere around there, and I never got to meet him. But he was a Japanese Zen teacher who lived uh, quite a few decades in the United in, in the United States. He came over in the late 60s, I believe, and he has this lovely quote that I've used I think in three books so far where he said it's important to understand the other side of nothing. And when you flip to the other side of nothing, you find everyone is waiting there for you. It's a really Mm. lovely image. And he doesn't really explain what he means by the other side of nothing. And I I feel like maybe it's nice to just kind of leave it as kind of a a poetic image. But in 
in Buddhism, we have this idea of, well, shunyata is the Japanese word for it, and it means nothingness. Um, and it's all, it, it's all throughout Buddhism from the ancient uh, tradition. And uh, there's a lot of ways of explaining it. And one of the ways of explaining it is it's the absence of all, all understanding, of any, any way you have of trying to understand yourself and the world you live in. Some of them are valid and some of them are less valid, but all of them ultimately are mistaken, even, mm-hmm. even the best ones, even the ones that the Buddhists put forward as mm-hmm. being the ones that, that we particularly like are acknowledged even by the Buddhists as being ultimately mistaken because there's no way you can put into words or even thoughts that a true representation of reality because reality can't be represented. It just, right. it just is. Yes. So yeah. that's why we, we kind of represent it with nothing. <laughs> and, yeah. and ultimately yeah. <laughs> what, what, what makes it even weirder is nothing is even a bad representation, which is probably why uh, Coben chose to talk about the other side of nothing. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know? Not yeah. even nothing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it reminds it would, me of the one hand clapping. You know. Yeah. That kind it, of. It would be absence yeah. of, like you said, it would be absence of, you know, uh, understanding, beliefs, all of that stuff that I think we make up. Basically, we yeah. make up for a structure to sort of live by because you cannot. It, like you said, you can't identify reality. It simply is. Yeah, I just kind of yeah. thought it was living in the mystery, you know, yeah. that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And, but, you know, there's, there's the other side, which is, you know, one of, one of my teacher's favorite, uh, my ordaining teacher, who was this guy named Gudo Nishijima Roshi, was uh, people like explanations. He would, people yeah. would ask him, you know, one of the kind of ironies of Buddhism is it, is it, Zen Buddhism in particular, it's supposed to go beyond words and phrases. That's one of the mm-hmm. old sayings mm-hmm. of Bodhidharma. But people will point out the irony that uh, there's, I think it's been sort of statistically shown that there's more literature in Zen Buddhism than any other religious tradition in the world, mm-hmm. even though it's supposed to go beyond words and letters. Right. And people asked uh, my teacher why that is, and he said, well, people like explanations. Yeah. And, and I think it's true. People, it, it, explanations are useful and words are useful. So we, we use them to try to kind of point at this other side of nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it's so fascinating, Brad, that we are wired with this need to understand everything and to question, which is that curious part of us. Yet reality is, and the questioning is, it, it's just so ironic. It makes me laugh that, you know, we're set up that way, but then there's really nothing to understand. And that's the part that's very difficult for people to wrap their heads around. And it's, yeah. to me, it leads to acceptance of what is, you know, because we're not very accepting. We want things the way we want it, or we want it to be different for whatever reasons. So we have a hard time accepting what is, and yet reality is simply what is. So it, it's just all really interesting um, yeah. information and, and trying to kind of wrap your head around it. Well, hold on. We're going to take a quick break. We're here today okay. with Brad Warner. We're talking about his book, The Other Side of Nothing, which is such an interesting title. It's really what caught our attention. And then the energy of the book is that Buddhist energy, which we love. His website is hard core zen z-e-n dot info that's hard core zen z-e-n dot info you're listening to conscious talk it's radio that makes a difference tune in on our website or podcast or live show and we'll be right back after these messages we wouldn't go a day without washing our hands brushing our teeth and washing our nose well wait we wash our nose Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, 
an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. What if you could be your own healer? Well, you can unleash your natural healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. This exciting new spiritual technology has been featured in best-selling books like Natural Cures and in Dr. Wayne Dyer's There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. The AIM program of Energetic Balancing allows you to heal yourself 24 hours a day from anywhere in the world. More than 60,000 people have experienced the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. The novel sanctuary, The Path to Consciousness, walks you through one's journey of self-healing with this spiritual technology. To learn more about energetic self-healing, you can order The Novel Sanctuary today by calling 877-500-3622 or request a free AIM information kit. Call 877-500-3622 or visit energeticmatrix.com. Unleash your natural self-healing abilities with the AIM program of Energetic Balancing. Breathe deep. You're listening to Conscious Talk, where love is in the air. This holiday season, the turkey isn't the only thing that gets stuffed. (laughs) Everyone knows when we eat too much, gas and bloating are likely to follow. Even more trouble ensues when we combine too many rich foods high in fat and sugar. An antacid may bring a moment of relief, but there is a smarter idea. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. Taken daily, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics provide optimum digestive support with enough of the good probiotic bacteria to help us digest rich holiday foods. And for sudden upper digestive distress, chew a capsule or two. The enzymes and postbiotic metabolites only found in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics as a result of the three-year fermentation process will help you feel better and improve your overall digestive health. This holiday season, discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at Sprouts, Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, and natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online. What does healing mean to you? Are you physically in pain, emotionally distraught, spiritually adrift, mentally confused, frightened, driven by thoughts of the past or future? After years of healing work on ourselves and others, Rob and I have developed energetic and vibrational methods to help you heal your body and transform your consciousness to support a new level of well-being and health. All these energetic bodies, when in balance, physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental, contribute to your overall health and well-being. This timing calls for us to wake up and become who we really are, leaving behind the illusion that getting sick and old is normal. Let us help you reach a new level of health and well-being, a level of consciousness that is filled with new possibilities. If you're ready to move forward and heal the whole of you, give us a call at 360-385-1909. That's 360-385-1909. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Conscious Talk, and it is, as Brenda really likes to say, radio that makes a difference. And today we're making a difference. Um, talking to Brad Warner, he is the author of The Other Side of Nothing. Uh, it's about the Zen ethics of time, space, and being. Concepts that we've touched on over the years, they're really difficult for many of us to get. But this book is it's great. You can, it's very uh, obtainable for you mm-hmm. so um but at any rate we've got them right here so brad one of the things that is said in Brit- in um buddhist tradition is that you and i don't exist <laughs> so yeah what do they mean by that yeah it's one of these it's it, it's difficult to, to wrap your head around that one or it's difficult for anybody to wrap their head around it's difficult for me to wrap my head around that one but the idea is that that there is the way my teacher used to phrase it was that action is more fundamental than those of us who do the action. So the action action 
and movement is the fundamental thing that is going on in the universe. And those of us who do the actions are sort of secondary. So there is the things that are done within this world, within this universe, and those of us who do them sort of come along as a secondary phenomenon. So we normally think of it as, as I am Brad, and because I am Brad, I'm going to go do an interview on the radio, <laughs> you know. But uh, the way the way a, a Buddhist would would formulate this, or would like to formulate it, is that the the radio interview is something that that is happening, and because the radio interview is happening, Brad gets created in order to do the radio interview, which is a uh, really hmm. really weird way to put it, and we don't normally think of it that way and and mm-hmm. maybe we're not we're not really able to think of it that way i mean i don't walk around all day thinking of, of it that way but yeah. that is uh, the philosophical standpoint that that the zen tradition comes from mm. uh, yeah yeah and, it's, and it's we, trippy <laughs> you know very trippy, trippy. And, and like i say we don't we're not demanding that you have to you know that's not it's it's not um, buddhism isn't founded on belief so it's not, you know, mm-hmm. it's not that uh, anybody's going to insist that you have to believe it, but it's put out there as, look, here's another way of looking at things. And if you try this way out, you might find that it's a better way of understanding the world you live in than the way you're used to thinking about it. And mm. and in in my own experience, it it turns out to be usually true. Unfortunately yeah. for me, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't get to exist. <laughs> well, it, it kind of leads into the question uh, uh, here that I really liked about um, doing what's right without belief. Um, yeah. Is that sort of where you're leading? Because you know, it's interesting, and I, when I really put some thought to that, it's like, why do I do what's considered right? Is it because I have a belief that it's right? Or what? And for me, it's more of a feeling. It feels yeah. good, satisfying, joyful. Um, it, it really isn't about a belief, but maybe you can, um, you know, expound on that a little. Well, it is a tricky thing because you you can see that belief works for a lot of people, and you can see that it's been important. You know, the 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 way I tend to think of it is we. We believe in traffic laws. You know, we believe that uh, we should stop at a red light and go at a green light. And, and mm-hmm. if we stopped believing that, if, if, if you know, people said they don't believe in that, then we'd have all kinds of problems. And, and I think in a more sort of less developed society, probably religion functioned in much the same way, where, where if somebody said, well, I don't believe in God, you would look upon that person as being a dangerous person because to say you don't believe in God would mean to say that I believe anything is acceptable and I can do what I want. And and so I think a lot of people are kind of still stuck in the mindset that uh, that a person who, who says they don't believe in God, for example, might be a dangerous person. That's why why there's a lot of people out there who still get very nervous and upset, you know, when somebody comes along and says, I don't believe in God, for example. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, mm-hmm. still, you still have that contingent of people who, who don't like to hear that. Um, but I, I do think it is possible to be able to do what's right without having a specific belief that, for example, something bad is going to happen if you don't do what's right. You can just have, like you're saying, a feeling that, mm-hmm. that you should do what's right. And I, I think maybe intrinsically we all have that capacity. It's that I, I think that some of us, for whatever reason, and it's difficult to speculate on what reasons could contribute to this, are, are unable to access that, you know, unable or sometimes maybe unwilling to access that. But I think everybody has that capacity. Um, it, it's just difficult for some of us to to find that capacity yeah um, but but i think i think that's the best basis for for right behavior is that internal capacity which doesn't depend on any sort of belief right yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It, it's so interesting because it's what it is we decide to organize around. It seems that, you know, like you said, with traffic lights and leading to chaos if you don't believe in them. But what, but when we shift our consciousness, we that's often for us dependent on what it is we're organizing around at the moment. I, I used to always give um, the example of when we first bought a Prius. Uh, instead of going, geez, this thing really goes fast off the line, it became, uh, you know, the competition became how, how much mileage can we get versus, you know, how much mileage you're getting on your Prius. You know, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. So, um Buddhism, you know, in the sense that you're talking about, for many of us, it's um, it's it's a irretrievable thing, but it it allows us to exist. Does that make any sense? An irretrievable thing, but the, well, it, 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 in the sense that you're talking about it is that it is, um, it, you know, if you are nothing. <laughs> You know, ah, yeah, uh, yeah. yes, uh, that kind of a, in that way. Yeah, yeah, you're you're kind of it. It kind of requires a, a letting go, which is the difficult part, I think, for a lot of mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. You know, and I include myself in that. Mm-hmm. The the difficult, the most difficult part of the Zen practice is that is that kind of letting go of any of any sort of touchstone you have. And accepting that there is this, you know, the, the, the subject of God comes up sometimes for Buddhists, and it's a difficult one because there is a there's a kind of an old understanding among Western Buddhists that there's no there's no God in Buddhism, but but I think there is. Uh, <laughs> there's, yeah. a sense of, there's a sense of a, a universal something that can that is that is bigger than us in, as individuals and that we we sort of surrender to that and let that be our guide rather than our individual self and that mm-hmm. and it's, it's that sort of radical letting go that um, that guides us but that's that's also a tough one so you know, yeah yeah well would you tie that yeah. to meditation i mean a reason for practicing that yeah, yeah, and meditation makes that easier because when you're when you're sitting, the kind of meditation we do is called shikantaza, which literally means just sitting. So you just mm. you're, you're you're sitting without any goal. You're not trying to make anything happen. You're not even trying to meditate. You're just trying to to sit still, basically, but get mm-hmm. into the full, you know, trying to do nothing but sit still for a certain uh, period of time, usually like twenty to thirty minutes. And then getting to the purity of, of of just sitting still without expecting anything. And doing that, you kind of see over and over if you do it on a daily basis, um, it, it kind of lends itself to the ability or allows you to find the ability to, to let go because there's you really have no choice but to let go if you do that. Otherwise, right. it's too frustrating. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but it feels good yeah. when, when, you, you, when you get there. Yeah. And, and it, it, yeah. you know, I'll use the word discipline in this way. It really is a discipline to sit still. It takes practice. Yeah. It just takes practice, and that's the discipline. The discipline is in the, I feel, the willingness to just practice it. With yeah, without yeah. without any any goal in mind, or I did this, or I didn't do it, or or I was good, or was fair or bad, but just sitting, period. Yeah, it's really hard to avoid judging it. Uh, yes, and, and, and the thing and is, measuring yourself you with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, even yeah. if you judge it, that's okay. Just stop judging your judging of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. sounds good. Uh huh. <laughs> Well, folks, we're here today talking about the other side of nothing, and you're kind of getting the gist now of what Brad writes about, and his book's very understandable. It's really a good book. I We highly recommend that you read it um, for a larger understanding, but uh, we have him here. We have a lot more to come, so stay tuned. You're listening to Conscious Talk. It is radio that makes a difference, and we'll be back 
right after these messages. New look, same trusted formulas. As part of Wakanaga of America's 50th anniversary, their flagship product, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, has a new look. The new packaging clearly communicates each formula's unique characteristics and benefits at a glance. The added QR code allows consumers to scan for more info. Aged Garlic Extract has been shown to support optimal cardiovascular health, including blood pressure and cholesterol, immune function, and more. It is organically grown. And AGE is the most researched garlic supplement on the market, with over 900 scientific papers from prestigious universities and research institutes around the world. There is also a new, vegan-friendly version of Kyolic's original cardiovascular formula. Visit Kyolic.com for more information about Kyolic's quality supplements to support your healthy lifestyle. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Kyolic aged garlic extract supplements are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online. Today, more than ever, new technology is being created to help humankind. But few address subtle energy, which is the energy of life we refer to as consciousness. A new company, Focus Life Force Energy Innovations, has created this technology and made it affordable to all of us. What makes this technology different is it can focus subtle life force energy on our property and everything within it. It can also be attached to a mobile object, such as a cell phone, so the energy goes with you. The benefit of this energy includes better sleep, an enhanced feeling of well-being, boosts natural healing ability, more joy, mitigation of electromagnetic energy, and much, much more. Oh, and hey, don't forget to apply for a 15-day free trial with no strings attached. Go to ConsciousTalk.net and click on the Conscious Partners at the top of the homepage and drop down to Focused Life Force Energy. Experience the difference Focused Life Force Energy gives you. You're listening to Conscious Talk, the mother of all balms. Now, don't you feel better? It's a new year and full of hope and enthusiasm for a new beginning. You're thinking about going back to the gym. Well, the problem is every year it's the same thing. Exercise gets harder because your muscles get tired faster than you remember. And then the next day, you're so sore you can hardly move. Well, that's what Power PH with BioPH was designed to deal with. The active ingredient, BioPH, helps remove the acids your muscles form while exercising, giving you a better workout. Then you'll be amazed on how Power PH relieves soreness the next day, so you feel inspired to continue your exercise program into the year instead of giving up after a few attempts. Power PH was clinically tested by competitive athletes who found both their performance and recovery greatly enhanced. If Power PH with BioPH works for them, it will work for you too. Granted unique dietary ingredient status by the FDA. BioPH is the most bioavailable alkalizing ingredient we know of. Testing showed that in just five days, PowerPH reduced body acid 53% on average, while reducing inflammation and aiding in the uptake of beneficial nutrients. Discover the difference PowerPH can make in your life. For more information and to order, go to powersofph.com. That's powersofph.com. Discover the power of higher pH. Your body will thank you. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, welcome back. Glad you're joining us here today, folks, because we're having a very fascinating conversation with Brad Warner, the author of The Other Side of Nothing. To learn more about Brad and the works that he's done, you can go to hardcorezen, Z-E-N, dot info. That is the website. So, Brad, um, I really loved the first chapter of your book and um you talked about the music of the universe what can you tell us a little bit about what you mean by that oh it's an interesting uh, metaphor that i picked up actually several people 
I was reading at the time that I wrote that had brought it up, and one of them was Carlo Rovelli, who's a physicist who, who writes about time. And, and then another was, um, I think it was Dining Katagiri, a Buddhist teacher, but they, they were coming at it from different angles about how music comes together from various parts, but the music is perceived as a whole. And, and mm-hmm. there's, there's different ways of looking at it. One is when you have a symphony or even a rock band, you know, you have different individual players contributing to a, to a sound that, that comes together and is perceived as a single piece. Then there's the, the time element. Like, this, this always fascinates me because I listen to a lot of music and I, and I play music. But when you're actually listening to a piece of music, you can kind of, if you're, if you're a person like me, you can kind of freak yourself out going, you know, I can only ever hear one nanosecond of this <laughs> song, but I perceive it as a, as a complete piece, you know, whether it's a, right. a two-minute punk rock song or a 17-minute, you know, progressive rock song or a symphony that lasts an hour and a half. You know, I, I, I can only perceive just a nanosecond of it at a time. Uh, and and yet the the past and the future kind of come together and inform that that momentary piece that I'm I'm hearing. So it's a good way to kind of understand our existence, you know, yeah. as a whole, because because our existence exists in this in this very fragmented piece. The the, the Buddhists noticed this a long time ago that that we only exist in this very tight sliver of now. And yet we seem to have a past and a future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be wrong to say the past and the future don't exist, but in some sense they don't exist. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, and <laughs> Another they're, mind they're, bender. They're up, yeah, they're wrapped up into this eternal now. Um, and so looking at the way music operates can be a way in to start understanding how life itself operates. Because yeah, because that's it's it it all operates the same way, and and I think that's what I was trying to get at in that in that mm-hmm. chapter, and, and to see the way you know we all operate together because none of us exists as an individual unit. We think we do. We think we're yes. we're all right. individuals, but yeah, right. But we're not really. <laughs> we're yeah. always asking what's yeah, yeah what is reality kind of thing, but. Uh, it, this is what it reminds me of, is that uh, when you were talking about music, if you play one note uh, if, in one ear and a different you know, note, so a frequency in one ear and a different frequency in the other, it's perceived as a third frequency. Yeah. It's kind, yeah. kind of your orchestra thing. And, you know, so it's kind of baked into the physiological cake to, um, you know, have to question what's reality when we look at those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I always love these old albums from the 60s where they'll actually really do that. They would do these yeah. stereo mixes where one voice is in one side and one voice uh-huh. is in the other. And the harmonies are actually, you're, you're creating the harmonies in your head if you listen to them on, on earphones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And, and, Nobody does that anymore, but they used to do that when stereo first became a thing. Oh, yeah. That was very cool. Well, we were playing with all of those different things as as we do. So, um, yeah. it, it, you have a couple of now. You know, we'll we have about a minute, but you have a couple of chapters that talk about what am I doing here? You, you yeah. know, so we know it's a weird experience. But what are you doing here? Uh, I don't know what uh, you know. I I'm I'm doing what I do. Uh, the, those chapters are kind of my uh, my life. Story, which I've told in a number of books, but I thought I could tell it a different way in this one. And, you know, now I'm talking on the radio, and I just finished a, <laughs> a tour of Europe. I was just uh, over there for a month mm-hmm. uh, in Germany and uh, England. Uh, where was it this time? I was in Belgium this time, and also France, uh, two places I don't usually go to, and Finland, which I go to all the time. I have uh, fans in Finland, which is fun. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So I, I well, do, well, hold, I do a lot of that. Hold, yeah, that. hold that thought because we are going to jump off here for a quick break. Folks, you're okay. listening to Conscious Talk. It's radio that makes a difference. We're here with Brad Warner, author of The Other Side of Nothing. We'll be right back. 
If you're a big sports fan like me, sometimes the best part about watching a football game are the pre- and post-game shows. Well, it's the same for probiotics. The most important part of probiotics are the prebiotics and postbiotics that come along. Not all probiotics have this superior combination. That's why I only buy Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. You see, prebiotics feed the probiotic colonies in your intestines, and postbiotics are the organic nutrients produced by Dr. O'Hara's three-year fermentation process that become the foundation for long-term colonization of the good bacteria in your body. This is so important. No other probiotic formula has this. As I get older, I want to protect my health the best I can and use only the best supplements that are available. So score a touchdown for your health. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today. Touchdown! Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers and online. Don't accept a substitute. Conscious Talk, the real meal deal. What's your age? That's A-G-E, aged garlic extract, that is. For over 50 years, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract has been offering men and women of all ages and with different health concerns an odorless, organically grown, clinically researched garlic extract supplement tailored to their individual needs. Aged garlic extract formulas support optimal cardiovascular health, immune function, and many more specific health concerns like stress, blood sugar balance, high blood pressure, detox, anti-aging, inflammation, and brain health. Kyolic AGE's condition-specific products contain Kyolic's exclusive GMO-free garlic extract, which is aged up to 20 months, converting garlic's harsh properties into beneficial compounds. So what's your AGE? Visit your local natural health and wellness retailer and discuss which Kyolic AGE formula is best for you and your lifestyle. Kyolic aged garlic extract formulas are available at fine natural health retailers nationwide, also online. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, welcome back. You are still listening to Conscious Talk. And as always, I remind you, if you miss part of this show um, or you want to share it with friends, remember ConsciousTalk.net. It will be in the archives there. Or go to one of the podcast services like Podcast One. If you go to Podcast One, Dot com. It's forward slash conscious hyphen talk. I'm Rob Spear. And I'm Brenda Michaels. And we're here today with our very special guest, Brad Warner, who wrote the book, The Other Side of Nothing. It's the Zen Ethics of Time, Space, and Being. His website, again, is hardcorezen, Z-E-N, dot info. So, Brad, you wrote a little bit about freedom of choice, and and you have a great question here. It says, is freedom of choice a real thing? Is it? Well, that's a difficult one, because in Buddhism, traditionally, in in Western philosophy, there's always been that, uh, that argument, do we have free will, or is everything determined? And in Traditional Buddhism, the argument isn't usually framed that way, but there is a similar argument, which is usually framed in terms of karma, and it is, is an enlightened person subject to the laws of karma, which is basically the same thing as asking if uh, if an enlightened person uh, has free will or not. So Mm -hmm. there's an idea that there's an idea that everybody is bound. Uh, by karma, helplessly bound by karma, and that there might be this category of person who has awakened and might not be bound by karma, and to be bound by karma would be to have no free will. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just another way of saying pretty much the same thing. My teacher used to answer that question in a couple of ways. He would say that at, in the moment of the present, you you are perfectly free to do anything within the constraints that the present moment has placed you in. So you can't, I can't fly into the air under my own power because, you know, I don't have that ability, but I can, I can say whatever I want. You know, I could say any words that, that pop into my head. You know, I don't, I'm not so constrained by, uh, by uh, whatever, my karma that I can't do that. That's what he would say. But there are others who would say otherwise. The, the thing is, you can't, there's no way to, to prove, you know, one way or the other, what the situation is. So we're kind of doomed to at least act as if we have freedom of choice. And mm. the, the Buddhist precepts exist as if we have uh, a, some, some sort of free will. 
So the, the, the Buddhist precepts tell you, the Buddhist precepts are quite similar to the Ten Commandments. In mm-hmm. fact, in, in the book, The Other Side of Nothing, I go through all of the, the ten, what they call the ten grave precepts. There's, there's all sorts of sub-precepts among them. And I think, what is it, six out of ten of them or something. It says in the book how many of them are roughly analogous to the Ten Commandments. Don't mm-hmm. kill, don't mm-hmm. steal, don't lie, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. don't commit adultery. There's a, a sort of a variation of that one, too, uh, in the Buddhist precepts. But they're, they're basically ethical precepts, so they, they assume you have a choice of whether or not to do these things. Um, whether this is true or not is, is hard to say. Another way my teacher would answer that is, is if, you put a, if you put a plate of food in front of me, I can choose to eat it or not eat it, <laughs> which mm-hmm. I think is an interesting way to put it because I think what he's saying there is we have freedom of choice, but it's, it's rather limited. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you can't choose who your parents were. You can't choose what sort of uh, societal influences you had or what, you know, how you grew up or what TV shows you happened to see or what things you were exposed to in your past. And all this, you know, adds up to what your personality is and, is and what you're inclined, how you're inclined to respond to things and, and a lot of things. So there's a lot that, that's really not in your in your power to, to do much about, but within what, what you got to work with, there is some, you know, you, you do have some ability to do the right thing or to go against what is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And with that little bit of free will you have, um, you ought to be careful. I think that's what the Buddhist precepts are all right. about. You, yeah. you, you ought to be careful and try to do the right thing and try to feel intuitively what this situation, whatever the situation you find yourself in, what, what it's called for at this mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And that's, so I'm... You know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, that's the answer as far as I can, yeah. oh. as I can formulate it. <laughs> So I, I'm curious, Brad. Do the does do the does Buddhism believe that we are all God presence, that we have that innate present or spirit of God within us? Well, Buddhism doesn't tend to to use to, to frame things in terms of God, but in a sense, yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a little big question mark at the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know. There, there's, a, there's a sense that there is usually it's framed in terms of Buddha nature. So Buddha nature, you know, is almost like the nature of God. Mm-hmm. So yes, in in a sense, that is there. But it's so there's a sort of divineness to everyone and everything. Right. But you also have to to be aware that there's also that animal nature to all of us, and there's this sort of. Uh, aggressiveness and all the rest of it is all within us too so so you have to be careful of all these competing urges and whatnot that are going on and Mm -hmm. uh so that's you know that's something Mm -hmm. to to tread carefully around Mm -hmm. yeah you know i think in the west when we think of buddhism you know one of the first things people go to is well it means kindness and in a way that it kind of makes sense from what you were talking about um, when it came to separation, that, that the illusion of separation, because, you know, mm-hmm. you're, if you're hurting somebody else, you're hurting yourself. And that is, um, you know, we don't live that way very well. Some, but it isn't one of those strictures that you would get, say, in Christianity. It's a, just don't do this versus the realization that we're not separate. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's understood that the Buddhist precepts are, they're stronger than mere recommendations, but right. it's also understood that, that there are times when you don't want to adhere to the Buddhist precepts by the letter, that there are situations where the best way 
to keep the spirit of the precept is to actually go against the letter of the precept. I mean, they, they, these times are rare, but they do come up. I always think of the precepts as being there for those times when you're kind of lost in confusion and you don't know what to do. So you think back, okay, what did the precepts say? And then err on the side of those. But that you should, in most cases, if you have a good intuitive sense, then that would be what to, you'd be better off to follow your intuition than to follow um, just a kind of rote memorization of the Buddhist precepts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a great answer because mm-hmm. it is, you know, and that's the side of uh, erring on the side of beingness. <laughs> often, is the yeah. answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and I, I guess that's why it's so much fun in a way to hang out with this, uh, you know, and to hang out with your book because it brings up a lot of, a lot of those questions, and you know, we get to really look at ourselves in a way that is different. And I think that in itself, you know, makes your book worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, it must be. I mean, if you're traveling around the world and you've got fans in Finland, etc., cetera, you're, you're having an impact, and that's what matters. Well, folks, again, the book is The Other Side of Nothing. And uh, his website, Brad Warner wrote the book. His website is hardcorezen, Z-E-N dot info. Again, it's a great book to immerse yourself in. Um, it, it's, you know, it, I can't say think about it, but because that's not the word I'm, I'm wanting, but or just be to with, a, be with, the, the, to be, be with, with. Yeah. yeah, just to be with and sit and do nothing like Brad said and just mm-hmm. let it sink in or let it, you know, contemplate it or whatever. But Brad, we've really enjoyed your book and enjoyed having you as a guest on our show. Thank you so very much for being with well, us and you. folks. Thank you for having me. I really oh, like absolutely. doing this. You bet. And folks, as always, thank you. Have a beautiful day, and we'll see all of you next time right here on Conscious Talk. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. (sighs) Breathe deep. Smile. And pay it forward. Conscious Talk Radio. When you buy health products, you can save up to 50% at vitaminlife.com, the world's largest selection of supplements, herbs, homeopathic, health and beauty products, and more. Choose from vitaminlife.com's 30,000 products from over 700 brands, including Solaray, Jaro Formulas, New Chapter, Country Life, Source Naturals, Nature's Way, Enzymatic Therapy, Now Foods, Doctor's Best, and Aubrey Organics. Go to vitaminlife.com.